So this morning I want to read to you, I'm going to read to you from the, the first chapter of the Gospel of Mark. Yeah, nobody likes it when they have to quit singing. The first chapter of the Gospel of Mark. And you know, Mark is, is the, the gospel that doesn't start with the birth story. It's the only one. All the, all the rest of them some start with some form of a beginning story, but this one just sort of launches right in, in the middle, almost in the, what feels like the middle of the story of Jesus. The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in the prophet Isaiah, See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And people from the whole Judean countryside and all people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. He proclaimed, The one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. It's the end of the reading that we're going to read this morning. I want you to think about the places where we meet. Just think about the places where we meet. I was just thinking about this this week, and I was thinking, you know, I've never had a business meeting at the 7-Eleven. Have you? I mean, I've met people at the 7-Eleven if we're going to get in our cars and go somewhere else. But I've never had a real meeting at the 7-Eleven. There, there are just places where we go that we don't meet or have certain kinds of meetings. You know, at the church, at, in the church, we, we often have certain kinds of meetings. We have committee meetings and we have, we have 12-step meetings and we have um, nonprofit board meetings. We have, we have Bible study meetings. We often don't have computer coding meetings. But we could, I suppose. Starbucks made their money, really, not necessarily on the coffee, but by creating what they called a third place. It wasn't work, and it wasn't home. It was a third place. And so when you go there, what do you see? You see people working. You see people meeting. Of course, you see them drinking coffee and eating goodies and whatever else. But it becomes this third meeting place. It becomes a place where, where you might do work. Because when I, you know, when I grew up, if you went to the coffee shop, it, w- it was just for gossip. Right? I mean, that's where the, well, in my, in my town, you went, to the, you went to the feed store. That's where the men went. And that's, and, that's, and that's where all the gossip got told. The women were not the gossips, just so you know. In, in, a, in a farming community, it was not the women that were the gossips, it was the guys. Um, you know, they, they thought it was something else, doing business or something. But I just got to thinking about the, the, that we have these, we sort, of, we sort of put things in their proper place in terms of where we meet and our expectations about where things ought to be 
you know, where, 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 where things ought to happen at. For the Israelites, at this time, especially around, around the time that, that, that this event would have happened in the Gospel of Mark, they really, they really had a sense that where you met God was at the temple. Because that's where God lived. That's where, the, that's where the Ark of the Covenant was. That's, that's where God lived, was, was in this place, in this beautiful temple that had been built to house God. And so that's where you went to meet God. That's where it happened. John, and I love it here, it says, John the baptizer showed up in the wilderness. Well, he got his name from being in the wilderness baptizing people. So it's interesting how, it's, how if you're not paying attention, you don't realize he didn't have the name John the baptizer before he went out to the wilderness, but that, that's just a little aside. But John was in the line for priesthood. He was in the line for priesthood. But for whatever reason, he chose to go to the wilderness. He's wearing, he's wearing um, camel's hair and a leather belt and eats locusts and wild honey. Had he been a priest, he would have worn fine linens. And the priests got to eat what was left after the sacrifices. They got the finest meats and breads. They got the finest of everything. But John didn't follow in that line. He was called or drawn or pulled out to the wilderness to proclaim this message of repentance. And the people, the people met God there, in a sense, as they were being baptized. And then he said, oh, guess what? Not only that, you're going to meet somebody who is much more powerful than I. You're going to meet somebody here who's much more powerful than I. And it's not necessarily going to be located in the temple. It's not going to be located in the temple. And so you start thinking about where we meet God in our lives. A lot of us, I think, get in this, get in this notion that, that I meet God when I come to church. I need to be in this space or this place and, and we need to have certain things. And we know, and we know, we believe that God meets us very powerfully when we share the bread and the cup and when we're, when we're gathered around the font for a baptism. We believe that God meets us very powerfully in those places, at table and font. Yes, absolutely. We, think, we often think that maybe we've got to have a special time in which to pray or a special place in which to pray. I mean, I have, a, I have two places around my home where I meditate, and those are, the, those are generally the only places where I meditate. That's, that's sort of where I meet God, or God meets me. That's in my mind. But what's interesting is that throughout, throughout the Bible, God is always sort of breaking the convention of, of where it is appropriate, where people think it is right to meet God, where God's going to show up. I mean, this whole thing got started about the promised land and, and all of that. Do you, remember, do you remember where all that got started? The people of Israel were enslaved in Egypt and Moses 
had left because he he had been raised by the Egyptians, and he'd left, and he was he was uh, herding sheep with his for his father-in-law, and he's walking along, and what happened? Come on, Bible scholars, burning bush, right? Well, so the great question is, and I was listening to somebody talk about this. The great question is, so how many times do you think that he passed by that bush? And was it only burning that one time? Or had it been burning every But he didn't notice it. Because he wasn't expecting to meet God at the bush. How often might we be like that? We don't expect to meet God when we go to have a business meeting. We don't expect to meet God when we go to Target or to 7-Eleven, for that matter. We don't expect to meet God all kinds of places. Because in our own minds, we've separated all these things out. But as one writer said, the bush is always burning. God meets us wherever we are. God is present wherever we are. In the people that we meet. God makes God's home among the people As we prepare to celebrate the birth of Jesus, that's the big message, isn't it? His name is Emmanuel, which means God with us. God with us. God no longer is living in the temple. God no longer falls on an altar. God is with us. Us. God makes God's home with us. And home is wherever we meet. With whomever we meet. And so, as you think about your life, and you think about the ways that you think about God, and you think about how, how God may or may not work, Whatever your thoughts are about that, I'd like you to plant in your mind the idea that the bush is always burning. That there's always an opportunity to see God's working through and in everything that you are doing and that is happening in the world. But we have to have our eyes open. We have to stay awake and alive to that bush that we probably passed by many times which has always been on fire. So may you find God in the unexpected places this week. May you look for God wherever it is that you meet. And may God's spirit flow powerfully through you to bless everyone in every time and every place. Amen.